y'all. You are listening to Three of Cups with Katie, Mayer, and Katie. Each week, these three best friend witches will collaborate together through combined card pulls to pour their cups into yours. Stay tuned as we share readings for the collective as well as personal readings with our listeners. Grab an empty cup and get ready for it to be filled with love. Welcome back to Three of Cups. I'm Katie M. I'm Mare. And I'm Katie G. And today we had our third now guest reading. I was going to say second, but that's not right. We had our third (laughs) guest reading with Steph, our friend. And with Steph, she just recently decided to make a big life change, a life decision. So most of the reading was just giving her confirmation on that decision and some guidance about how she can kind of get more excited about the decision she just made and some guidance around what to look forward to in the new life that she's creating for herself. So I think it's a good listen. Agreed. (laughs) We've had, we've had some good, um, moments, readings of reminding all of these wonderful women to embrace themselves and take on their power. As Jenna said last week, like with the audacity of an average white man. (laughs) That's iconic. I know. I know. know. Thank you, Jenna, for that. (laughs) Yes. Shout out, Jenna. But yeah, there's been a real like through line of that through all of our readings and Mm -hmm. all in different kind of context but I really I really love that we're all about the women empowerment here yes yes and and women just realizing how powerful they can be when they just kind of do whatever the fuck you want yeah just throw caution to the wind let go let god risk it for the biscuit (laughs) risk Risk it it for for the the trisket (laughs) come on now (laughs) yes I also do – I think we – I want to say this because um, we just released our first episode this week yes. and our friends have been so sweet. All the listeners have been really sweet. Um, we have the best friends in the entire world um, and we're very thankful for you all and anybody who's not our friend and is still listening, mm-hmm. we are also very thankful for you all. So, um, yeah, thanks for coming around. Yeah, we've gotten so much like support from the first episode and good feedback and just thank you to everybody that listened friend or not we're so thankful for you and we're so excited to keep putting out episodes this is so fun for us Mm -hmm. i know Mm -hmm. favorite part of the it is my it's my favorite part of the cups our cups overfloweth (laughs) our cups are so freaking filled (laughs) y'all is that the saying our cups over our cups overfloweth yeah my cup overfloweth Oh my goodness. Okay. Up next, you're going to hear the reading with Steph. Please enjoy. Enjoy. Bye. (laughs) And we're back with guest Steph. And starting this reading out, Katie G is going to kick it off and she's going to start the reading. So I'll let Katie take it away. And explain what she's about to do. Okay. So today we're doing a general reading for Steph. So we're going to use our signature spread again. So we'll kind of talk through that as we go. 
um, before we get started, and we can cut this out, but I just want to like take a second, ground into Steph's energy, call on some protective energy, make sure all the vibes are good. So I'm just going to close my eyes and do that right now. <laughs> okay, Steph. So the first two cards I'm going to be pulling, the first card is indicative of like your current energy. I'm getting a little lightheaded already. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> I literally was just thinking to myself, like, I'm getting dizzy. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, short of breath. Okay, great. That's, that's why my eyes were closed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the first card is going to be your current energy. And then the second card, we typically do, like, energy of the situation we're reading into or if there's another person involved. So we'll kind of just see. I might adapt that after I pull the first card, but we'll just we'll just see. So I'm using the Golden Art Nouveau Tarot. I'm obsessed with this deck. I actually just yesterday heard from one of my guides that I'm supposed to use this deck solely for a while. So this will be my deck that I'm using in, in our readings for the foreseeable future. So I'm going to start shuffling here. What is Steph's current energy? flyer. That's a lot of flyers. These cards are very slippery. It's been an adjustment period for me, honestly. <laughs> oh, we got one. Okay. So we've got the King of Pentacles. I this guy... keep drawing that over and over, like every okay. day. Okay. That's wild. <laughs> so he came out kind of sideways. So... I'm thinking it doesn't feel like a reversal to me. It feels it feels upright. Um, so this card in particular, I could show it to you, Steph. I love these cards because of all the gold. And I feel like on the Pentacles cards, it's like really enhances it. Um, this is a king. He looks very stern in this deck. He's holding on to his pentacle. He's sitting on his throne. It looks like he's surrounded by um, those are like carved rams on his throne. So I actually am going to just refer to my book because I'm not super familiar with this card. Um, I don't pull a lot of kings, which is interesting in my readings. So just give me one second. Oh, wow. I just opened up directly to the page. So there's that. Oh, <laughs> when I say it's been every day, like really? I'm very familiar oh with gosh. them. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to skim through this and say anything that pops out to me. So keywords are wealth, business, leadership, security, discipline, and abundance. Okay, so one of the quotes um, is a wise man does not wait for the right opportunity, he creates the right opportunity. So that just jumped out to me there. His castle sits behind him, a symbol of all he has built through his efforts and determination. The king is therefore very serious about financial security and has made the accumulation of wealth his focus in life. He is proud of his achievements and likes to show others his prized possessions and wealth. So the energy I'm getting from this card is that your physical possessions are kind of at the forefront right now. When I say physical possessions, it doesn't have to necessarily be money, but I'm getting like your home, your security, like kind of the basics in your life 
is what's coming to the forefront here. Like there's been a priority of home life and kind of like the the home that you've physically created for yourself. Is that making sense? It definitely does, yeah. Okay. So that's for the current energy. So in terms of the second card, I think I'm going to kind of just leave it open. And I just want to see if there's something else that wants to come out about this, like, physical, basically what you've created in life. Okay. The Eight of Pentacles came out. So... This one is a man kind of sitting down on a like a little bench and he is attaching his pentacles to the wall. Um, So this card is kind of indicative of like being proud of your accomplishments. Like your, your, your pentacles is everything that you've created and manifested physically in your life and in this card you're pinning them up on the wall like you you're you're wanting to kind of celebrate your accomplishments so I don't know if this is maybe I kind of almost get the sense of this is what you should be doing like maybe you're not doing enough of this of there can like there's there's more opportunity for you to really look at everything you've created and, and be proud of it and celebrate it a little bit more. Um, I'm getting that maybe there's like some self-critical tendencies. <laughs> and this card is like the nudge of like, no, like you have created a lot. You've created a whole life and you need to be proud of that and 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 pin those accomplishments up on the wall and like really give yourself like the the recognition for what you've done so far is that resonating at all it really does so I've recently like had a conversation with my husband and I've decided I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom for a while which oh I just got chills I'm crying (laughs) that no that made me instantly tear up it feels really good and like I'm on the right path but it's also so anxiety inducing because I feel Mm. like I've had this career going for me for so long and now I feel like I'm just giving it up because I'm really done with it Mm -hmm. um but it's also like terrifying because that's all I've ever been working for and so it's been a hard transition for me but it feels really good um and this is very like affirming of that (laughs) yeah yeah I think And this is just now having that context, me talking, but like society so career focused, career oriented that like if you've been a working mom, there's always this like pressure that that is what it should be that like, you know, you should be able to do it all. You should be able to be a mom. You should be able to be a working mom. You should be able to handle every single thing in your life, which is just absurd. So from my perspective, I don't have children. I work a full-time job and I still have trouble keeping up with like all of my house chores and like life and whatever. So like throw a kid into that and I'm drowning. Like, so there's just this expectation that like you should be able to do it all. And that may be kind of the subconscious, like you kind of have to let go of that. And the eight of pentacles is saying like, no, you've done so much, like whether it's not 
you know, whether it's career related or home related, it doesn't matter. Like look at your accomplishments, like for what they are and kind of take that like societal like veil off of it is what I want to say. Um, because yeah, you don't, you don't have to go down like a traditional career path to be like fulfilled and successful and like feel successful with your life. Yeah, that's been such like a weird and hard transition because I, it's something I desperately want. Mm-hmm. And like, for some reason, I haven't allowed myself to do it. So we're pushing through it. <laughs> There's a lot of, um, we get programmed so much, like with that kind of stuff. So it's really hard to like, just flip a switch and be like, no, I'm good now. <laughs> like, it doesn't work like that, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, truly. All right. KDM, you're up. All right. So I'm going to do, in what way is your cup needing to be filled? Um, What can be released to make room for what you need? So definitely this can pour, no pun intended, into just kind of that idea of how can we go farther with that eight of pentacles for sure. Um, I want to go a little deeper with the king of pentacles, like get more out of that. Um, Mm. Okay. I had a lot of flyers, but I had two that flew face up. So that's what I'm going to go with. Um, Interesting. Okay. So in what way is your cup needing to be filled? Um, You got king of swords, which is interesting. You're getting a lot of this like masculine energy in here. Um, I was actually listening to a podcast the other day. I did not know this. And they were talking about how even numbers in the tarot kind of reflect more masculine, odd numbers mm. are more feminine. Um, but anyways, yeah, so, you know, your swords represent your thoughts. But what this is saying, I mean, this is saying you're very, like, in control of your thoughts. Like, you, I mean, you are a very self-aware person. We, we know you pretty well. This card to me says self-awareness. Um, but it's a very, like, I'm not sensing, like, obviously, there's not a need for you to be more self-aware um, in terms of, like, what way is your cup needing to be filled. But I'm just wondering, like, how you can use that self-awareness or just, like, you just have such, like, a calm presence about you. Like, just, and, like, not calm, I mean, in a relaxed way, but just kind of, like, I would trust you with my life. <laughs> you're just a bit I don't know you just like kind of seem like um you're probably really good in like chaotic situations you know and that's what I feel like this this um card is saying so just like standing firm in that and knowing that this is who you are and so your decision to kind of be a stay-at-home mom let not let go of but set aside the quote career aspect the more traditional career um thing it's just not for you right now like it's just not it's not for you at this moment and so just be sure of that for for sure um what can be released to make room for what you need I think this is like the perfect card um I got the fool um which is all about you know starting new journeys and I really, really like these two cards together. Like, they're completely opposite, in my opinion, King of Swords and the Fool, because the Fool is naive. It doesn't, it doesn't know what it's got ahead of itself. 
Um, so maybe you don't know what is ahead, um, but you do have this clarity and this self-awareness to know, or at least remind yourself, um, I've done this before, I can do it again. Everything is an adventure. Um, so let you, you've got an adventure starting, like you've got many adventures starting right now. And um, so definitely just like let yourself be excited. I think you need to let yourself be excited and like look forward to this. Um, maybe not make make plans, like actual plans, but like physical, like doing something plans, but just like make plans for how you are going to enjoy this and like make this a very intentional new start for you. That actually, yes, <laughs> these two cards together, I am getting intentional new start. Can I add yeah. something? That King of Swords too, for me, I kept getting that you're going to need through this period um, like very clear and stable communication. Like that's almost like the way that your cup is needing to be filled during this time. You're going to have to be very vocal during this period. And you're also going to want to receive that same communication in your relationship. And I think the reason why that was coming at me so strongly when that King of Swords, just because I am a stay-at-home mom, and, you know, I've been on this journey for a very long time. And that King of Swords, when that came out, I was like, oh, yes, she's going to her cup being filled. She's going to need to have that very strong communication skills with everybody in your home, every single person in your home life. It's going to be have, have to be very firm because it it's it is very hard. It's a very hard thing. And being able to be open about how you're feeling and the things that you're going through and any struggles, like it's going to be really important to be able to just be really open and yeah, the swords, communication, you know, clear, very clear communication on both like ends, both parties type of thing. That makes a lot of sense. Um, We've been like, I told you we had like a conversation about all of this and we've been like continuing to agree to have ongoing conversations about how our life is changing very rapidly very soon um and as to what Katie was saying like I I haven't felt excited about it I haven't like let myself be excited because I'm mostly terrified about all the change going on um and so yeah I need to allow myself (laughs) to really just feel it. I think I've been way too in my head about everything that's coming up. Yeah. That could be that King of Swords too then. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're like very mentally involved, then the King of Swords could be that. Like, because Swords is all all your mental thoughts and all of that. That could be a reminder of like, maybe you need to step back from the mental like rumination if you can and kind of feel more into it and feel like what is life gonna look like for me after this and like let go that fool the let go Mm -hmm. like just be ready to jump I never feel like this either like I what Katie said like I'm very level-headed 90% of the time I don't like get so chaotic like this but Okay. I love these moments. Oh, man. 
I was like, it's just going to be a chaotic episode. <laughs> it's it's normally me. It's normally on my end where we're like, what now? Uh, yeah, no, we've hit the terrible twos and it's wild over here. Um, but no, I'm usually really level-headed. I'm very calm about things. I handle chaos really well, but for some reason it's just kicking my ass right now. When you, it was so funny when you said the like take a jump thing or mm-hmm. something like that because mm-hmm. as like as you were talking, I was having this like word vomit in my brain, uh-huh. and I kept like the word risk, like risk it, risk it, just kept like really just like popping up, and then it made me think of my mom always says this to me: leap and the net will appear, um, and so. As I'm hearing, like, risk it, risk it, just risk it. Like, I immediately think of, like, oh, yeah, like, mom always says, leap in the net will appear. And then Mary starts talking about jumping. Um, I think you also need to just, like, like I said, like, make it exciting. um, But embrace, like, the naivety of it. And just, like, because you, you know, like, trust yourself in being able to do that. And just, like, let there be surprises um I feel like because being a stay-at-home mom like being in your comfort is going to be the most grounding thing for you to allow those surprises um so risk it like a trisket I don't know I just (laughs) risk it risk it risk it (laughs) Mary that's an Instagram post. Risk it like a trisket. Risk it for that. Well, before, no, before you said that in my head, I was saying risk it for the biscuit. And then you said risk it like a trisket. And I was like. I was trying to think. I was like, I know there's a saying with risk it in it. I almost didn't say that because I was like, I don't like, like risk it sounds so stupid. And it's going to sound so weird on the podcast. Risk it, risk it. That's so funny. Risk it. Risk it good. Uh, okay. Um, so I'm going to be pulling what action can you take to fill your own cup and how can you pour your cup into others? Also, I did want to say I was also getting that I think since you were a working mom beforehand, it's going to be very easy this go around to be able to recognize when you need to do things for yourself because you've already had that kind of like personally I I didn't I I like didn't know when I could be myself and go out for the day and have a day for me and just be me and not be me with a bunch of kids I always felt like I couldn't have that and I think you're going into it with an advantage of you've you've been like going out and working and you know, kind of having that different, like separate life. And so now that you're going in being a stay at home mom, you I think you are going to recognize like, Oh, I need a day for myself. Like I need to go I need to get out of the house just solo. I need to do something for me. It's I think there's going with that full card. I think you're going to trust yourself. Like that was that's your sign to just trust yourself, risk it, trust yourself that when you do need a day for yourself, you're going to be able to be like, yeah, I, I'll take it. But I don't know. For some reason, I just felt the need to share that. I, so I had that, I had a medium reading with my dad yesterday. 
Uh, and the big thing he was emphasizing was that I need to have more fun by myself. So look at you guys. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> okay. What action can you take to fill your own cup? I'm using the Dreamy Moons deck today. Let's see, he's got a flyer. Oh, okay. Three of stars. And then, ooh, okay. This is interesting. Okay. So what action can you take to fill your own cup? I got three of stars on this card in particular. The, there's a girl and she's sitting, she's playing the harp. And I'll show you. I'm going to look at this for a minute. Well, this just goes like right along. This to me, I'm not going to look at the book definition, but I will I'm I'm going to pull an affirmation from that because they're always so good. But this one particularly, I think normally it's the three of pentacles is like working together, mm-hmm. like collaborating and working together. And this one to me though, is the action that you can take to fill your cup is like exactly what I just said of being able to know like when to take the time to yourself to really dive deep and like work on yourself. That's just me what I was getting from that right off the bat because this girl she's playing the harp it's almost like she's sitting there with herself and she's doing something for herself and and it's it's like music you know it flows out as she's uh playing the harp it's like flowing out into the world it's like the more that you do the things that you love the more that you'll be able to um give that love to your family and be able to like spread that love it's almost like the collaboration part, it's almost collaborating with yourself, like the different versions of yourself, getting all the different, ver- the mom, the the working person, the just you, who you are inside. It's like this card is saying like you have the permission to just swirl all of those together and be like this, you know, not evolved, but like just whole you know the word I'm trying to like a whole yeah 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 the collaboration part it's almost like collaborate with yourself like figure out all of those different layers of yourself in order to better fulfill your family yourself that sort of thing then the how can you pour your cup into others I got the two of wands and this is this is interesting to me um because two of wands is typically the if the ace of wands you've got this new creative like new idea new creative new beginning of sorts and the two of wands is kind of like looking out like there there's so much for you um you've got the world in the palm of your hands like what are you to do with the gifts that you have so it's almost this is kind of giving me a, a figure out figure out what it is that what is your gift like, what is the gift that you have that you'll be able to spread to everybody else? Like, what is the gift that's going to fulfill you in ways where you'll be able to use that to help other people? I don't know if that resonates at all. How That was the how can you pour your cup into others card. Yeah, no, it definitely does. I've, like, been thinking, like, what am I going to do now? Like, <laughs> And I kept getting chills, like, when you said that. And I was like, I want to have, like 
something for my own, but I just don't know like what that Mm -hmm. is going to look like right now. Um, And I still have no idea, but I'm sure it'll come to me one day. So, so the three of stars, that affirmation was, I I allow inspiration to flow through me freely. And then I want to get the two of wands with that. I take my time to plan before moving ahead. So yeah, this just, you have the time. Like now that you are going to be stay at home, you have the time to dedicate to yourself and figuring yourself out. Whereas before, maybe you didn't have that time to really dive into who you are, who you want to be, like the person you're trying to be in this life. And now that two of wands, it's almost like you have this time to really figure yourself out and and use the time that you have at home to become who you want to be without any like outside distractions minus the children but (laughs) I also just thought about this um it's interesting that Steph you chose the dreamy moon deck um for Mary to use in the traditional three of pentacles cards it's three men on the card working together Uh The Dreamy Moons card is one woman playing the harp. And um, the three, you know, pentacles are like your tangible earthly um, things. I have, I don't have a better word for that. But so I'm just wondering, like, I'm just sensing like creativity, like something tangibly creative also coming out of this kind of with everything you're doing um I, I just think it's really interesting how they're like with the three of pentacles it's a lot about kind of like a collaborate a collaborative start of something new um you know business venture or whatever but yeah i just think that the dreamy moon interprets or the card is a little different with that one woman in the heart now that you said that i did want to read this one phrase in her book For that card, it said she became a vessel, a channel for the universe to express herself. So take this time to really like be able to be that. I mean, the mother, like the archetype of the mother, like be that vessel of like nurturing energy and then allow that to let you open up to whatever there is in store for you. I mean. Oh, Mary. Yes. Yes. Um, when you just said the mother, because this whole time I've been thinking, like, just Steph, like, you give off this really, like, and I, I didn't want to say a youthful energy because it's not youthful. Um, but Mary, you saying the mother, like, you give off a very maiden mother. Energy. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, like, and so now, like, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago, kind of like having that duality of both. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I would say, like, so as you were moving into this more, like, grounded role, um, kind of seeing how you can intertwine those things. Yeah, that'll be an interesting journey to go down, because I really resonate with that. I feel like, you know, having my first kid, I, I haven't fully shed, like, who I once was, and that, that felt really good to me for a while, but I feel like I'm really evolving into this next phase of my life and I think that's like where I'm feeling stuck and like uninspired and just like really self-critical so I think also like with the three of stars normally being that like 
working together with other people, like being able to reach out, you know, with like people in the same boat, like being able to have people that relate to you and understand you, like that's going to be very helpful for you being kind of going along with that King of Swords, being able to be vocal and like um, honest about what you're going through. It's like, don't forget to lean on other people to support you and like lift you up and, you know, yeah. Yeah. I've been feeling very much like withdrawn from even like our little community just because I feel like I don't have a lot to give. And like, even today I woke up and I was like, I need to be more of a part of this. Like, I don't feel, it doesn't feel right to feel, to be so withdrawn from everything. And like, I'm feeling that with all of my friend groups right now. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So before I pull the last card, Mary, what I wanted to say is when you pulled that three of pentacles card, because I forgot what the dreamy moons one looked like, I was thinking like typical three of pentacles. I immediately thought of what you said about communication. So my mind immediately was like, collaborate with the other people in your household through communication Mm -hmm. to be vocal about when you need that alone time. Like, when you take mm-hmm. that alone time, you're going to have to collaborate with the other person in your household who's going to be helping you. <laughs> um, so that's kind of what jumped out to me. And then two of wands for me is about like discovery. So mm-hmm. I love what Mary said about like, you're basically like making this space in your life to invite like that creativity and invite that discovery. So I wouldn't like put pressure on it. But I think this is more about just, like, you have the space now to, like, explore whatever comes up for you. Being open. It's like, yeah, it all kind of intertwines. Like, every card kind of has intertwined because it goes back to that fool card. Like, being open, being like, risk it for the trisket. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay, so I'm going to be pulling the last card, which is a card, um, a message from your guides to take with you. I'm actually feeling really conflicted about which deck to use. So like Mary, I'm going to give you the choice. So I've got the Cosmic Guidance Oracle, which is Dreamy Moons as well. Mm -hmm. Or with the kind of Maiden Mother energy, I also have the Sacred Cycles deck. So you let me know which one you want to use. Could we do the Sacred Cycles? I also have that and I've never opened it. <laughs> it's, oh God, so it's so good. good. You gotta crack it's it. So I know. Good. I need to. We were talking about just, it last night. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. No, it's, it's so good. I used it. Okay. This is what the cards look like. I don't know if you've seen the back. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is a message from Steph's guides for her to take with her after this reading. flyer here. I have to split it. All right, last shuffle. Oh, last card flipped right over. So we've got the Empress. I'm going to read right from the, the book because I just love this deck so much. So the Empress affirmation is, I see the highest path. Stepping back from the demands and endless expectations that she will continually provide for others, the Empress brings a distinctive approach to the feminine wisdom of care and boundaries. She embodies the sense of one surveying her queendom, 
carefully taking stock of what flows and what or who has got to go. The empress imbues nurturance in unique ways, seeking stability between what's right for her and what's best for the collective. Deeply connected to the one true great mother, Mother Earth, she prioritizes being in equilibrium and so calls on you to create balanced dynamics in your own life. The Empress is a reminder that the choices to say no, step back from a partnership, and speak confidently about your needs are all steeped in sacred sovereignty. Your self-confidence in decision-making can be strengthened by spending time in communion with the Earth as you step outside daily happenings to remember the big picture. Feel the interconnectedness and harmony that exist with the natural world. And the journal prompt is, where do I need to stop questioning myself and trust I have the right answer within me? So I feel like this was just, and you have this deck, so you can go and like refer back to this when you need that reminder. But I feel like this was just confirmation of like you deciding to be a stay-at-home mom was you setting a boundary for yourself and you're choosing what life you want to continue to create and what you're moving away from and what you're moving away from happens to be you know the job the career that you used to do which is no longer serving you so I just think this is just a reminder of like you don't need to question that decision because deep down like you know you know that that was the right thing to do and it's going to be the right thing like for your family in the long run at least for right now so yeah (laughs) I love that card for your ending what a perfect ending to that (laughs) there was something else that jumped out really quick hold on also Steph this is the first reading that Booger has been present for you're the first one thank you for being here yeah my stony boy is like all the cats are coming out for me I know (laughs) I don't have a cat to hold I'm so sad (laughs) Bella was here earlier though (laughs) yes she is in the room with me she's always in the room she's definitely my familiar but moose is like sitting up staring at me (laughs) yeah um the only other thing i wanted to call out is like all of the talk about like communing with nature coming back to like the great mother that for me very much ties into what we're talking about like needing time for yourself i got that too yeah like that that's really like what that ties back to of like when you're feeling like overstimulated or you know all the things that come along with with taking care of children and all of that and you're just feeling like you need that moment for yourself like if you can somehow incorporate like really grounding and like being with the earth into that moment of like reprieve I think that would be like really helpful too that makes a lot of sense how are you feeling yeah good good I I feel like I pull a lot of these cards myself, but I have been confused as to like what exactly I'm supposed to take away from it. So having other perspectives has been more insightful than me doing it myself. Um, And this all makes way too much sense um, for exactly where I'm at in life. Um, Yeah, I have a lot to think about, but this all feels really good and really accurate. Well, the King of Swords says you can think about it all. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. And luckily, you'll be able to go back and listen. I know. Thank you, guys. You need to know. This is so fun. 
Yeah, thank so you so much you for doing all of this. You guys are killing yeah. it. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'm like shocked at how like non-spiritually chaotic that was because when we sat down and we all start to get lightheaded I was like oh god what's gonna happen here I actually thought it was so funny because I was like I don't really feel like Nick's with me and then we all mentioned our cats and I was like there she is she she dominates over cats there you go so there there they are you want to say hi hi Hi, He's like, huh? He's like, okay. <laughs> Hi. Oh, <laughs> <Hi. laughs> you're so cute. Wow. That was very insightful. Thank you, guys. I've been really Thank looking so forward much. to this. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Us, too. Yeah. Thank you for letting us tap into your energy. Anytime. <laughs> I love you guys. I'll see you later. Love you. Bye. All right, everybody, we are back for our last little segment here. And this week, we're going to skip the astrology stuff. And we are going to talk about our favorite decks. And we are going back to the roots of our friendship and our connection and bond. And this is this is just like us in a nutshell. We are going to be reading for each other. This is something we do on our own time. And this was just the start of us and why we kind of wanted to start this podcast was because we were doing these readings for ourselves. So we're going to shout out our favorite current deck, I'll say. Mm -hmm. And each one of us are just going to read for the others. It's going to be super fun. Yes, ma'am. All right. Do we want to do this to go first? I think Katie goes first. Okie dokie. KDM, that is. Yes. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I am using... I am using my favorite deck. I think I used it during our first episode. Um, I'm using the Sacred Mothers and Goddesses deck. I got this a few weeks ago. Um, It is my absolute favorite. So um, the description of it is embrace the strength and wisdom of the divine woman for insight, direction, and soul empowering transformation. Um, So it's different sacred mothers, goddesses, priestesses, um, and just kind of sharing their message. And it's, it's got, it's got the big hits in here. It's got some I've never heard of. Um, It's got a lot whose name I can't pronounce. So um, just (laughs) disclaimer, when I do these uh, little readings for Katie and Mary. Um, if something comes out that I can't pronounce, please forgive me. <laughs> All right. So, who wants me to pull a card for them first? Me. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Who does Mary need? Motherly guidance from. I'm nervous. Today. I'd be going through it, y'all, so I need this. <laughs> this is the day we get right to filth on our own podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we can. We... Oh. Did you see that? Hey, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I've. Oh, interesting. Okay. This is positive. I've never. I haven't pulled her. Um, Yellow Tara. 
wealth Ooh. and prosperity. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank Which you. Which is interesting. Thank you, God. I know. And we're not we're not big money and abundance girls, but um, I mean we love it. But we're this wasn't this isn't a um pull for a ten thousand dollar day. Um <laughs> Okay. Anyways. Thirty four. Yellow Tara. Did I show you the card? <laughs> Love I'm not recovered from that. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay. Would you like to know what Yellow Tara is going to teach I really you? would. I would. Okay. Yellow Tara is the goddess of wealth and prosperity and is one of the most well-known deities in, I said it right, in Tibetan Buddhism. Yellow Tara has the power to increase our good fortune. She represents all the benefits of success and achievement in our work's life purpose. Her energy helps to provide financial stability. She supports, okay, I'm already getting feelings. Um, She supports and enables us to flourish in every aspect of life. Um, she is one of the 21 Taras and as with all Taras, she is a deity of compassion. Her energy also helps overcome plagues and diseases of epidemic proportions. Damn. Um, especially those new to the world. Okay. Yellow Tara's message. Money is coming your way. Call it faith. Let go, let God, the law of attraction or quantum physics, but believe you are worthy. It will come. It could be a raise, a new job, a gift, but it will be unexpected. There is no shame in seeking wealth. Aw, I like Damn. that. There is no shame in seeking wealth. Money gives you the freedom to do the things you want to do. Wealth can provide comfort and a more enjoyable life. It can afford you time to seek your highest joy, to meditate, or to spend time with friends and family. Um, be grateful for abundance and remember to be compassionate and generous whenever you can. Um, also, I, I kind of sped through that last sentence. It can afford you time to seek your highest joy, to meditate, or to spend time with friends and family. Trust in the infinite wealth available in all dimensions of the spiritual and physical worlds, not just the financial aspect, but in supreme wealth of understanding. It will liberate you from the poverty of ignorance and teach you empathy and gratitude. Um, okay. So there's a lot on yellow Tara in here, but, um, also, she's. I need to look up what this mudra is, but she's doing that in the card. We need. I need to find out what that is. Hmm. Um, the fact that okay. I always end my shit with. <laughs> oh shit! So, I think somebody specific sent us this card. Um, our beloved. Um, the 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 one who made it all happen with the three of us. So no, that tracks. Like that whole reading, it tracks. It's very, it's very um, our parent. Um, mm-hmm. so she represents all the benefits of success and achievement in our works, work and life's purpose. Mary, a lot of this journey. I mean, you know, I'm biased in this, right? I know a lot of this journey for you has been so much about seeking security in yourself and just that reminder that like you, you are a breadwinner, maybe not like in the same way as your husband, but you are a bread. Like, what do you like? Look at what you're doing at home right now. Look at what you're doing at home right now. You're giving everybody the bread. Yeah. (laughs) Like, so for those that aren't aware, you're doing that for Jason too. Yeah. Yeah. My, um, the past, 
almost seven months now. My husband has been working away, like in a different state in Florida, and we have the opportunity potentially, maybe unknown. We don't know when that whole thing of like it's going to be unknown in that card. It said something about it's going to be unknown, mm-hmm. but it's going to come. Mm-hmm. We're You've been getting that the, for months. The potential mm-hmm. of us moving to Florida to you know start this new life and you know, uh, it's going to be very good for us in the financial aspect, but I've been here alone and going through this, you know, journey and it's almost like, is it even going to happen? Like, that's the whole, um, energy of my life has been like, is this even going to happen? Is this all worth it? Da, 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 da. So to get that card and it's like, yes, it's coming for you. And you're also putting in the work, like you're just as, um, deserving of all of this. Thank you for calling me a breadwinner. Love that for me. Um, well, and I think you need to hear that after the day you were having yesterday, mm-hmm. if yeah. we're allowed to include that, I just that little it. bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you were going through it. And that's why we decided to do this. Mm-hmm. Kind yeah. of. That's where, yeah. that's where this idea came from. Um, and you were just, you needed a reminder. You needed that same reminder that you had a few months ago. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We'll get into it one day. (laughs) Yeah, we'll get into it one day, but winter will be good. Yeah, winter will be good for us. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you for that card, Katie. Yeah, yeah, so just just for more specifics that aren't specific for Mary, um, hold on. I do also want to say two things. Uh, crystal correspondences for her. Um, there's a bunch of them, but the first one is Tiger's Eye. Mm-hmm. I haven't used Tiger's Eye in forever. I <laughs> lined, I lined my entire altar today with Tiger's Eye. Oh, that's God. interesting. Oh I didn't even God. know I had that much, and I thought I was doing that for Steph. Interesting. Uh-huh. This okay, Tiger's Eye is was my first favorite crystal. Like, my first favorite crystal ever. And I actually normally don't have this sitting right here, but today I decided to put it there. But it's the type of – it's this is the crystal where, like, my mom got me a tiger's eye bracelet for Christmas uh, two years ago. And I was like, how did you know? Like, how did you know? What? It is also a crystal correspondence for um, the deity we, the deity where we were. Is it? On. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. I actually and didn't I think, know that either. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I need a big daddy tiger's eye. I always just associate mm-hmm. tourmaline. I think so, too. So do I. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and I, I did get out Snowflake Obsidian today also. That's, uh, that's which is my another other one very, for him. I need to get some yeah. yeah. So. Um, does that resonate, Mary? It so <laughs> resonates. Thank you so much. You're I love welcome. that. Thank you, I think Yellow I need Tara. that deck. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. obsessed with I've, it. I have a problem. I have a problem. I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. Okay, Katie's turn. I'm gonna leave I'm out Yellow Tara. I'm gonna okay. leave her out. I don't think you need that one. Unless you do, and that's why I'm leaving her out. Hmm. We'll see. Um I'm nervous. I also <laughs> I didn't realize this. I also brought out Jumb- Bumblebee Jasper today, which is really nice for friendship and connection. Aww. Okay. All right. What? I'm burping. 
I've been burping this entire time. For the podcast listeners, we burp when spirits around <laughs> and we're all together. <laughs> so we always be burping. Yeah. So if you ever just hear us randomly say, I'm burping. I'm burping. <laughs> no, you That's know what it means. Spirit. What? You had one fly out the exact same way Mary did. I, Literally. That the is exact weird. Same I way. saw that too. And I'm it was shaking. as you said, I'm burping. Okay. Butterfly maiden. Openness. Wait, what? The butterfly. Oh no, that was Bumblebee. Oh, (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) Openness and renewal. She's got butterflies all over her. She is looking up to the moon, and not only looking up to the moon, but like looking up and like moon bathing in the moon. Yeah. Openness Mm -hmm. and renewal. Her throat chakra, if you can see, also is very open. Yes. I mean, that card is beautiful. That card is beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Okay. And she's number Oh. I just flipped <laughs> I just flipped right I've to been, the page. I've, I've been, been doing that. Same. I have been doing that every time I look in the book, I flip <laughs> right open to whatever card it is. Same. It's so weird. Okay. All right. Butterfly Maiden is a goddess found in many native traditions throughout the Americas. She is associated with renewal, transformation, beauty, fertility, rebirth, freedom, and springtime. The Hopi and Zuni people of North America make beautiful wooden sculptures and called kachinas to represent the butterfly maiden. Girls braid their hair into wings on top of their head to represent the wings of the butterfly and they perform dances in her honors. In her honor. Okay. She covers herself with an invisibility cloak to avoid the attention of those who are envious of her beauty and powers of eternal regeneration. Did you hear that? I did, yes. I sorry. liked that sentence. Bella was barking. I think Bella was saying like, <laughs> yes, bitch. Yes, bitch. <laughs> like, I'm going to read that sentence one more time. I also think it's funny because uh, Mary... What am I doing? Oh, God. <laughs> Mary has been in the process of making <laughs> a balaclava. Um <laughs> I don't think balaclavas are funny. It's just there's been (laughs) Mary's been having some trouble with the balaclava and it's we're just it was it was giving her some trouble. She she crochets and um, Katie was like, I'll take one of those as a cape. I know. In black. black. Yes. In black. Always in black. Again, she covers herself with an invisibility cloak to avoid the attention of those who are envious of her beauty and powers of eternal regeneration. Oh my god. Yeah. I just like <laughs> I feel like I just want to okay. fall on the floor after hearing that. Okay. Well, nope, you got work to do. Open yourself to transformation and I growth. Know. You are able to evolve and change continuously. Do not be afraid. Um I mean, again, there's a lot, there's a lot here. Mm -hmm. It's so funny reading for you, Katie, because like, you're just, it's the same thing. They make it too easy. It's the same thing. They make it too easy. No, Um, but Katie, I do. Oh, I was just going to say, I think the imagery specifically of this card Mm -hmm. is to be paid attention to. I especially think again, the open throat chakra. Mm -hmm. And I also was just noticing, I think this is just like, this is me reading into it a lot, but her lips are like slightly parted. Mm-hmm. Um, like she's not pursing her lips. Mm-hmm. The bridge between her forehead and her nose is very flat, um, which could just be how the artist drew it. But I just think like that, like 
really long elongation of the third eye right there mm-hmm. um and just like the hair flowing in the mm-hmm. back like letting the wind take it and like that exposure of the crown chakra um so i just i think this imagery is really important yeah no this makes a lot of sense because this past week so i opening up to mediumship abilities is like has been a very long process for me (laughs) and I'm slowly starting to kind of so I have some blockages in terms of like which clairs I'm open to using when I'm receiving messages um so if there's listeners out there that aren't familiar with the clairs basically it's like for every sense that you have your typical five senses there's like an extra sensory sixth sense for each one (laughs) so those are called clairs so like the one most people are familiar with is like clairvoyance which means like clear seeing there's i think is it clairaudience for hearing clairaudience for hearing i don't know them all but um clairsentience for feeling that's my strongest one but I have a lot of, like, fear around clairvoyance and clairaudience. Like, I I just get really freaked out about hearing things and seeing things. There's a reason for that, which I actually was just talking with my therapist about on Wednesday. Um, But funny enough, so my mom is also a medium, which I don't think I've mentioned before, and... I'll tell a little story. I was talking to my mom yesterday and she was at her hairdresser's house and my mom listens to this podcast. So shout out mom. Um, She received a message for her hairdresser and gave it. And the way she received that message was through Claire audience. So she's talking me through this experience. And like when I hear her talk about how she's doing it, I'm like, oh, like that doesn't seem terrible. Like my mom just has no fear around her abilities, which... I'm just so envious of, and I feel like we're going through this journey together. It's interesting because I've been thinking about, like, I need to learn things from her in terms of, like, letting go of this fear, but then also she's really bad at boundary setting, (laughs) and I'm really good at that. So on the flip side, like, I can kind of offer her that, like, boundary setting kind of not knowledge, but just, like, we, we have we kind of balance each other out in that aspect. And I think we have to learn from each other. So this whole thing of just like dropping that fear, being open, like that has been a huge topic of conversation for me this week around those things. So it just very, I just rambled a whole bunch, but that resonates a lot. No, that's good. Yeah. That's good. All right. So the deck, that I chose, which <laughs> it was very hard to pick. <laughs> it was so hard to pick. But I am using the Pride Tarot. And this one is a super interesting deck because every single card is illustrated. And also, I believe the illustrator also wrote the meaning of each card which I think is really cool so each card is a different illustrator and so it's a very interesting deck where most decks kind of have the same flow like they all look have the same you know vibe and this one is very much a different vibe for every card 
but the imagery it's just really nice and I've always kind of fallen back on this deck um, especially because it's very diverse and inclusive and I really like that about it so yeah I'm gonna be using this guy and who should I who should I do first let's do KDM I have to be honest, for some reason, for a second, like, even though I just read you guys, I forgot that I was also going to get something from you. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do you. Yeah. <laughs> KDM. Ah! Okay. Okay. And I think I, I think I am going to look in the book for messages from this one, mm-hmm. just because each yeah. illustrator has its own little thing. Um, and a lot of the time it kind of describes the card. So I'm, I'm going to... I'll look through it and yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. Okay. A message for Katie. I grabbed my rocks. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Of course. And I literally, this was the card that I knew was going to come out. I was going to mention, this is kind of like my most, uh, worn in and loved deck. And there's one specific card in this deck that actually has a full-on tear in the corner of it. And I was thinking about that card. And that's the card that came out. <laughs> and it's the Five of Cups. So we have the oh Five God. of Cups. Yeah. It's like a literal chunk. That is, no, it's a literal chunk. And what's funny about that is, oh, is it gone? Well, what it the, used what to be in here. What Cups look like? It's um, so the five of cups, it's normally a person like kind of standing by like a body of water and there's, oh, and they're all flipped. They're all like, there's the three cups that are flipped over, but then there's Mm -hmm. two cups in the back. So like this card always signifies like when you're going through that tumultuous kind of going through it, focusing only on what's in front of you, the, the bad that's right in front of you when really there's still two cups standing in back of you. And there's still like, there's still that, um, hope. And all you have to do is turn around and look and see that hope and that the, the good you still have, you still have life within you like don't focus on what's right in front of you the terrible negative things and you know kind of remember that you still have a lot going for you um that's typically what I normally think of when I see this card and in the book it says yes it says a beautiful figure appears to be drowning in a sea of his own tears. Nearby cups, once full, bob around on the surface, soon to sink into the watery depths. The Five of Cups is a card of loss, most often centering around failed relationships and emotional grief. When this card appears, we can become consumed by things that have not worked out, unable to see a way forward. The anchor tattoo represents those emotions that will only drag him further down. There is also a positive perspective to the Five of Cups. If this young man were only to turn his head, he'd notice the two upright cups behind him, the flowers above, and a faint rainbow lighting the ocean. The two cups represents friendship and the community of kindred spirits who wish to help when others have turned their backs. And I'm about to start sobbing. I will cut some of this out. Mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. 
but kind of like what we were talking about last week when we stopped recording. I have these two prevalent options. Um, one that I am moving away from and it's very painful and I'm very, um, worried about, I I don't, I don't want to hurt him. I don't want to hurt him. Um, but it was really weird. Like last night I had a bath and right before that I, I pulled, um, I think it was Ace of Wands, Strength, and The Lovers. And it was interesting because, like, my Chani meditation for the day yesterday was Strength. Mm. And so I decided to do that in the bath. Um, And I couldn't get through it. I could not get through it. I just – I kept listening to it, but I just kind of, like, allowed myself to be a little bit more, like, awake, I guess. And I just started sobbing. And I was just, like – Why can I not? I know that everything's going to be okay with that one situation. I know it's going to be okay. I know it's not what I pictured, but I know it's going to be okay. Why can I not walk away from it in the way that I, like, why can't, not more so why can't I walk away from it, but why can't I stop worrying about it? Mm -hmm. And this other situation that I have that is still a clusterfuck, but um, it's going. I keep thinking, like, what is, how is it going to feel? I just keep thinking about, like, is it going to hurt? Um, and a lot of the messages I'm getting about that other situation are, like, stop worrying about it. This timing is not happening the way you want. But the other person involved um, is going through it and needs – This is stuff I was going to talk to you guys about anyways, but just needs like, needs support. Yeah. It's, it's just a lot. It's a lot. Um, yeah. And I don't, I don't know how, like, I don't know. I was right. I was writing in my journal last night and I was just like, why didn't, this is not a normal situation. This is not normal. Like, I don't know anybody else who's dealing with this or has dealt with this and it pisses me off. I'm like, nobody taught me how to do this. And I didn't ask for this. Um, so it just, it makes me, it, like, I'm angry about the situation. I'm very angry about it. And I think, I don't know. I just don't know how to move forward. <laughs> I don't know how to move forward. But um, this is going to be an interesting thing to edit. <laughs> Thanks, Mary. <laughs> yep, so that was a complex uh <laughs> card there and you all probably heard nothing of of it but just know it tracks uh I'm very good at my job and I'm sorry for the tears KDM yeah I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put my sniffles yeah (laughs) instead of anything I said no words just sniffles and then that part with Mary I'm very good at my job yeah it's gonna be good it's gonna be good Thank you, Mary. Oh, man. You're welcome. Okay. Okay, Katie G. I love how <laughs> Katie M is the one that, like, came up with this idea. And then she's like, oh, fuck. I forgot I had to get rid of I did not too. even – I truly – I didn't even think about that. I was just like, oh, I can't get, wait to give a reading for my friends. Mary needs this. Five of cups. <laughs> 
it was super weird though like i was fully thinking about this and i was gonna mention that like this is a really loved deck because there was one Mm -hmm. card in particular and i love this card so much because it is a really (laughs) it kind of looks like um who is that who is that uh beauty guru james do you guys know who i'm talking about (laughs) honestly oh my god (laughs) i always think of that okay Hmm. let's see kdg what are we let's have something light okay right off the bat ace of cups ace of cups Okay, and this is a very pretty card. I forgot to mention, the artist of the last card for KDM was Stephen Bright. And the artist of this card is Polly Faye. I love that there's different artists. That's cool for each thing. Oh, wow. That is not at all what I expected that to look like. Me neither, but it is very KDG. It really is. (laughs) This card, it shows this fairy dragon almost winged being um and it's a lot of bluey pastel colored but the cup is overflowing with just energy that's that's... i was gonna say and there's also it looks like there's (laughs) yeah no yeah there's like butterflies coming out of it it almost looks like there's a peacock in it but this card to me is always very um new beginning new I'm yeah. I'm intrigued. Oh, and of course I pull right up to the. Okay, yes, I love that. The... Oh yeah, okay, this is good. This is a good one. <laughs> the Ace of Cups is bursting at the seams with an abundance of love, joy, and tranquility. He's a compassionate ambassador of new beginnings, and the energy of such flows from the life-giving waters of his chalice. His message is. Put your past behind you and be present in the now. Let go of that which no longer serves you and live your life to the fullest. The flow of love is the flow of love is endless. It's the most powerful force in the universe. When open to it, you shall receive all the love and support you seek. It kind of goes along with KDMs of like this there was that one phrase about the regeneration well that's what the whole card is openness and renewal but yeah the eternal eternal regeneration Mm -hmm. and allowing yourself to put your past behind you yeah (laughs) your past self perhaps now i'm crying (laughs) oh jesus crying in the club we love to hear it crying in the club tonight um yeah yeah I don't know how much. There's also to say. <laughs> I know because <laughs> I feel like it's too much. Like I, we can't. I can't drop it all on the no, listeners. No, you're tonight, good. You're good. We can. It tracks. Yeah, we can just say it, it tracks. tracks. It tracks a lot. But this, I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, this whole like both of those cards about like new beginning, renewal, like going back to that conversation that we had. Which we won't get into, but the conversation that we had right before we hopped on to record today, like, something about this last month, I felt, I felt like a huge energy shift. Like, I don't know if it was the release of the podcast, but something has completely shifted this month for me, and 
it's I it's very much I feel like I'm on like I pulled a card the other day called the threshold which is about like stepping off like a precipice of something of some sort Mm -hmm. and going actually it tied back right into Katie what your mom tells you of like take the leap and the net will appear or something like that that's what that card is like about so that was like a very full circle moment for me of like I I'm being called to take the step off the cliff and I have to trust that the net will appear um Yes. I love that. Okay. All right, I guess it's my turn, right? Now I get to read. <laughs> okay. So I mentioned this earlier in the episode, but I'm using the Golden Art Nouveau Tarot. I have received specific instructions <laughs> from uh, our shared deity that I am meant to dedicate or devote myself to this deck for a while. Um, so I don't know. I kind of had that feeling when I purchased this deck because this is a fairly new deck to me. Like I got it and I held it in my hands and something was like, this is like the deck. <laughs> I don't know why, but I went through like a very thorough cleansing process with it. I infused it with Reiki energy. Like I've never done that with any of my other decks. So this is going to be the deck sticking around for a while. Um, It's beautiful. Like I'm just obsessed with the imagery. It's It's fairly traditional in the sense that the images, for the most part, are reflective of the traditional uh, Smith-Waite-Rider tarot deck, Um, but they're embellished with, like, the coloring is a little bit more vibrant, and it has, like, this beautiful golden pattern, like, leafing behind every card. Um, So I'm just obsessed with the look of it, but the energy is, like, very aligned right now. So, okay. Who's going first? Mary. Mary. (laughs) Mary. Okay. (laughs) Katie's like, I need a break. Give me a break. (laughs) All right. Katie's like, you. (laughs) You're (laughs) good. Okay. Let's shuffle for Mary. Am I not going to get a flyer? All right, we're going to split after this one. Interesting. So I got seven of swords. I've been getting him. You have been? I've I've got, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Because I wouldn't have it like right off the bat been like, oh, that makes a whole lot of sense. You know? So... The Seven of Swords is a man. He's kind of, like, on his tiptoes a little bit, and he's got an armful of swords tucked under. He's got, you know, it looks like he's got five in his arms, and there's kind of two off in the distance. But basically, he's, like, stealing these swords is what we're meant to believe from the imagery. He's kind of sneaking off. It's very much the energy of, like, getting away with something, um, which I'm actually going to pull out my book. Because again, I don't, I'm like not really putting it together with how this is. What was my other one? Katie pulled the tar. Yeah. Uh, the yellow tar. Oh, I, I kind of have an idea. I kind of, yeah. I feel like you're okay. getting tough love right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you're, you're getting some um, yeah. sass. Mm-hmm. 
Mary's getting like, sass. You can't get from, out of this one. From spirit. Yeah, we love that for Mary. Okay. So one thing in this description that's popping out to me. On a more positive note, the Seven of Swords point that points out that you need to be strategic in what you do. You know you cannot do everything at once, nor should you. Instead, you must prioritize what's important to you and direct your focus and attention on the few tasks that will move you closer to your goals. It's the 80-20 rule. 20% of your work will account for 80% of your results, so focus on the 20%. You may be able to accept some responsibilities or duties, but not all of them. Or you must say yes to some project at the expense of others. How is that feeling? I just I got mean, it like tracks. protect what's yours. Yeah. I don't I just got that like like what's yours. Yours. Yes. Mhm. Yeah. No, that tracks a lot. Um at times the 7 yeah. of swords suggests you may need to put yourself first to get what you want, even if it means letting others down or putting others offside. For example, you may be asked to travel for work or attend a high-profile event, but it would mean missing your child's birthday, so you decline the travel opportunity even though you know it will upset your boss. Here's the thing. You can't be everything to everyone, and sometimes you need to put your own needs and priorities first, even if others may not agree with you or understand where you're coming from. So that makes... That clicks for me with the energy because I think for you, because you're so dedicated to your family... That when you put yourself first, you feel like you're getting away with something and you feel like you have mm-hmm. to like mm-hmm. be sneaky about mm-hmm. it. And it's like, oh, like there's just like this sense of like guilt and like shame around mm-hmm. that prioritization of yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, protect that. Like, yeah, that's there's, yours. there's a lot of layers to that entire, like, there's so many. I can like, that 80-20% shit mm-hmm. really, um, yeah, that, because there's a lot that I've been kind of putting on the back burner, um, my fiber, and I just haven't felt, but it's funny, it was like, dedicate said something about dedicating, I have been, this podcast, I've been mm-hmm. all in, this is like re-energized in a very, um, good way for me, whereas, I was feeling kind of stuck in my fiber and then I started feeling guilty about not doing my fiber, Mm. been feeling guilty about not keeping my house in order, been feeling guilty about a lot of things. And yeah, the whole, the self, Katie M was like the you shit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That was really like, yeah, it's okay because it's okay if I don't have everything together right now. It's okay if I don't have my shit figured out, mm-hmm. my life in line, because I'm figuring myself out and I'm, like, putting myself first. And I don't necessarily feel, feel guilty for putting myself first. That's not something that I really feel guilty about. I've been in the zone of, like, I need to put myself first and I should and that's okay. And it's so funny because Becca's reading – when she mentioned like we're gonna go out we're literally doing that tomorrow like me and becca are going out tomorrow and we just had the conversation right before this episode 
we were talking about what are we going to wear, blah, 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 like trying to figure out what to wear and what to do. And she was like, dude, we have never, she goes, we've never gone out on the town, gone out on the town together. Like we've never gone out someplace at night. We've never even really gone out together besides like little day trips, but we've never done something where we're not having to make sure our kids are okay and everything's good and fine and dandy. Mm -hmm. We've never been able to just us to like let loose and be like the silly, goofy weirdos that we are. We've never done that together. And she was just like, that's really crazy. Like we need this. Mm -hmm. We really both of us more than anything need this right now because we just never do that for ourselves. And yeah, it's just funny. Like how all of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it tracks. Yeah. I think the whole, like you can't be everything to everyone is what sticks out to me the most. Like that is, you have to remind yourself of that. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Anytime. <laughs> okay, Katie. We're going to ask okay. the card to be nice to Katie. <clears throat> what does Katie need to know? Katie's probably going to cry either way. Oh, God. Oh, God. We've got lots of things. Super weird. Okay. The first I'm card sorry, that... I'm just sniffing. The first card that... <laughs> <laughs> sorry. The first, a couple cards fell out, but the only one that was upright was the Two of Pentacles. Oh. So, that's very much a choice card as well. Like, the, the, the man here is holding a pentacle in each hand, and he's kind of, like, not in this, like, precarious stance, but he doesn't have both feet on the ground (laughs) you know he's kind of like Mm. mid he's mid jump almost which i think is interesting um yeah i don't know how much i'll I'll, i know how to say this yeah i have made my choice yes and it's really funny i'm actually i will cut this out but i almost snapchatted this to you yesterday you guys yesterday last night um, I was reading through my old journal for some reason last night. This was on, uh, September 13th. What if and I have to pick one? That's the test. I wouldn't. I know better, especially right now, but yeah. Wow. And you said test. Mm-hmm. In August, I was like, "What the fuck is this? Like, is this a test? Yeah, I remember is this a that. test for me? I literally remember that. This is yeah. fucked up. If it is, this yeah. is fucked up. If it is, and it was, it really that was messed up. <clears throat> Back to things that can be said on the podcast. I have made my choice. Yeah, but and so when I see that card, I'm like, I have made my choice. And then I'm like looking down, and I'm like, Well, yeah, but who have I told that that's mm. my choice? Yeah, that's that like mid mm-hmm. jump. It's like you're mm-hmm. you're you've made the choice, but you haven't put both feet on the ground and stood in your decision. It's almost like that card is always a balancing act too. It's almost like you're playing yes. this like uh-huh. balancing act of like 
keeping both and in the dreamy moons she's in that like dancer pose the dancer yoga pose and she's balancing oh in that um but so yeah like and it's funny because also when i um when i'm kind of doing like readings for myself about the choice aspect or about the fact that like because there's a lot of there's a lot of like guilt inside of me also for like wanting the choice that I have made and like thinking like trying to be very firm and like confident that that is the choice that I want because it hasn't worked out before and it's like if I talk about this for if I talk about this a lot with my friends like I don't want it to turn into the situation of like it's the same thing over and over and over again and like you know like well we told you so kind of thing and every time I have that conversation in my head, I pull the three of cups um, and I'm like, but I don't want to talk to anybody about this. Um, but so going to, so my astrology, particularly today, is saying that a conversation needs to be had today. And with the choice that I've chosen, okay. I need to have a conversation. Okay, wait. And say, I'm not fucking around this time. We're either going to decide what we're doing or we're not. Um, Cut this out. But when Becca and I were on the phone, somehow you got brought up into our conversation. No, I was, I straight up told her, I said, Becca, what I will say is that that moment and that whole like, that whole time at my house was like a catalyst for her. And something that she said, which you just said she said there was a moment where she said, Katie G said, you don't have to do this right now. We're not telling you to to make a decision right now and do it. And Becca was like, but in my head, I was like, yes, yes, you do have to make this right now. Like you have to decide this right now. But you were literally, we were talking. So when I pulled that card for you and you started crying, I was like, holy shit, because me and Becca were like, that was the last thing that we were talking about on the phone was you. Right before and then this. Literally right before this. We were on FaceTime for like two hours. And the last conversation that we had, we were talking about you. Like very good. And we're saying like, I, I straight up said, I said, I, we both were like, I am so excited to see what happens for Katie because it's going to be something good. And like, we were just, you were on our mind and we were just hyping you up basically thank you but thank you and like again it's like I feel I feel guilty that this is what I want I feel naive that this is what I want um but it is and mm-hmm. the like uh, everything I'm doing is telling me it's um or at least that's the right decision for right now but it's also saying like be patient yeah I like I, I have all these shoulds And, like, if I'm supposed to be patient, but I also want to, like, I don't want to do what I did last time. So I'm like, what is it? It's interesting because that two of stars in the dreamy moons, the very last sentence is, remember that nothing ever stays in perfect harmony. Be patient, flexible, and adaptable. And, like, I'm getting six of cups a lot, too. But I think what it's telling me is, like, be patient, but don't go back to those old like the old mm-hmm. patterns you yeah. had with him are they're not they are not necessary anymore you can be honest with him for whatever reason i feel and you could leave this in or 
cut this out, I don't know, but, like, the roles are, like, reversed. And it's, like, this mutual, like, for whatever reason, you're being thrown together again. Because you're supposed to rely on each other right now. And I think somehow being able to embrace that and not put pressure on, like, what it means for the future. Mm -hmm. That sounds really hard. Like, I know that sounds really hard, Mm -hmm. but... Like, I'm just feeling like you have to just kind of separate out, like, what is happening in this moment that the reason that you both need each other for doesn't necessarily dictate what the future looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for taking so much time on that with me. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. So that track. I do feel, I I feel lighter. I feel better. Okay, good. That's good. Good. That's good. Like oh my god, yep. All right, all right. <laughs> We're like, how so we, uh, how do we wrap this back in? <laughs> it's an awkward moment when we make each other cry, and um, I know, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, this was fun. um, this was very fun. This it's was, gonna be a great episode. This was needed. It's gonna be a great episode to edit. This was very mm-hmm. needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and thank thank you, listeners, for coming along for the ride again um hope you enjoyed that reading with Steph and next week as always we will have another guest and and we're always taking submissions so if you would like a reading visit the link in the description if you have us on Instagram the link is in the bio feel free to send us a submission anytime we're always in the process of getting you guys scheduled All right. Well, we will, we'll see you guys next week. Cheers. 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 (laughs) In relation to Steph's reading, my co-star says, a house that doesn't change is a dead house. (laughs) Okay, co-star. That's going to go at the end of this episode, Katie. Something smells super weird. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just sniffing. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Three of Cups. We hope you enjoyed and feel full enough to pour your cup into others. If you would like to be featured on an episode of Three of Cups, you can apply for a free personal reading via the link in our description. To keep up with new episodes and information, you can find us on social media at Three of Cups Pod. See you next Monday.